All right, welcome to the People of Culture podcast. We, the POC of the POC, are here to unpack everything culture because culture can literally be anything. Yes, as always, it can. So we can talk about whatever we want whatever to talk about. Whatever we want. <laughs> so, so, as always, I am Joe, aka the Curvy Geeky Fangirl, and I am with. I am Shay Sheree of Shay Nanigans and All Things Shay. Yay! So really, really, really fast. It's been a quick minute before oh, we no. had a podcast. Oh my god! Somebody went and got her degree. <laughs> Give me she some accolade, right? Yes. She's full adulting oh, now. No, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. Totally not. <laughs> totally not doing that. Just yeah. now, I owe the U.S. government a little more money. Yes. 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 Peep that picture on our Instagram page. She was yes. beautiful. Oh, hey, you, So Joe. gorgeous. Joe came out and supported. Yes, yes. For the, for the grad weekend. More was... for the food, but also, yes, ah! I love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my grandmother came in town with yes. all her vegan goodness, and we're actually munching on some of her. Yes. She calls them bowls, but I just, I don't like them. <laughs> so they're croquettes. Okay. Oh, no, yes, let's get yes. French and fancy. Absolutely. Right. Okay. She's just like, oh, you want some more balls? <laughs> I'm going to put, can you get some some nuts for the balls? Yes, let's I'm put nuts in these balls. They're delicious. She has no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> just no idea. I'm like, you got to say pause. Like, right. you know, it's a lot. They're right. delicious. They're so good. They're ve- they're vegetarian, right? Yes, they're vegetarian. Vegetarian. I don't know. This lady is magic. I don't know how she does all this. That <sighs> carrot cake alone. She's got to eat herself. So I I guess she was like, let me just get started. Let me yeah. go ahead and <laughs> right, exactly. So true. Uh, so just shout out to just that that whole weekend was really cool. It I was just had awesome. a lot of. I felt so loved. It was like wonderful. I had a nice tribe of people. Yes, I got to meet the Boo. Yeah, I got to meet Shay family. Yes. they are a al- they are adorable. They're so they're, funny. They're crazy. Something's wrong with them. She tried to keep it like real copacetic, but then everybody know that she put murder she wrote on. Yeah. Everybody was like, wait. Um, first this is of all, murder she wrote. No, it's Caribbean gospel. <laughs> it's soca gospel. Okay. <laughs> So let's just everyone calm down. I mean, my thing is, what do you know about murder? <laughs> Christians, okay, all right. So great. yeah, it, it was, was great. it was fun. It was fun. I I just want to shout out um my my college. Like, yeah, it was cool. It was only two of us in my degree department. So okay. shout out to uh, Katie Shelton, aka Smarty Pants. Okay, That's the, those are the glasses that her uh, mother made her wear. Oh, nice. She was pissed, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was hilarious. Oh, it was so cute. And to um, Dr. Kate, she was our professor, our mm-hmm. advisor, our confidant Aww. through over these past few years. And oh my god. Uh, I just feel like I feel relieved. I feel like a bad bitch. Yeah, um, you like, are. I feel pretty good about this whole thing just to be done. Mm-hmm. Now I gotta find a job. Woo woo! Adulting. I kind of sucks. Adulting. Whatever. It's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be exciting. You get to dive into like the career now. Yeah, and like yeah. dive into this podcast. Right. Yes. Like, we need things. So yes. 
But <laughs> podcast wise, <laughs> before our break, we talked about the royal wedding yes, and wedding did. culture in general. Mm-hmm. Since then, I have seen the Prince Harry uh, and Meghan Markle movie from Lifetime. Please don't. You can rent it on Amazon. How was that? It is hilarious. Is, it's is hysterical. It like great. Is no, it's better than. It's not good. It's better than um, Kate. It is better than the Kate and William one okay. because Meghan and Harry got to have actual fun. Yeah. So there's that. That's what it is. There are some problematic stuff in there, but you know, like how he like he takes her to Africa apparently on one of their dates, and they call it uh, she's been like Rwandan or something like no Botswanan. She's been Botswanan. I was like they did not go to Rwanda. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Botswanan. Apparently, it was like a move of Harry's when he was like trying to impress a chick was to take him out to, to Botswana. Botswana is beautiful. It's beautiful, I mean, but it's still like what what are you talking about it's it was still it was still hilarious it's very weird it very much felt like they were like okay let's get all of like the star and national Enquirer stories we can get right and we will fill this up as a film right that and and like the fact that the the actress who played Meghan Markle Mm -hmm. is is she white? She's so she's also mixed. She's half oh, black, really? half white. Yes. Oh wow! I thought so, people, people were saying like she's white. She definitely, especially with her hair. So she, that actress, normally wears her hair in her natural state, okay. and like a, it's like a curly fro. It's okay. beautiful. Mm-hmm. She's on another show that I'm obsessed with. Okay. Um, but she's mixed. She's half black, half white. Okay. And she, uh, like, um... she was apparently she was live tweeting the whole film, and she was like, "I am not just white. I am like, I am black." As well, she tweeted like a family photo because that was She definitely tweeted like little kid photos, but you know she still wants to you know protect her family side and stuff. Right. But no, you you can definitely see see the blackness mm-hmm. in there. But they did. They made sure to get an actress who was half black, half white, because otherwise, yeah, people would ride in these streets. Thank goodness. But it was hilarious, and it introduced me to uh, another thing I'm going to shout out, which is something called Passion Flicks. Oh, yeah. You told so, me about that. if you guys are um, of the age where you remember romance novels were, like, the best way to get your porn, like that, <laughs> that was it. Because before computer age and, Not like... Porn, Joe. Porn. Let's be honest. Romance novels, especially in their golden age. Okay. I'm talking late 80s or into the 90s. Mm-hmm. Basically, they called it housewife porn. It was housewife porn. Oh, okay. Because it's all about, I mean, the woman being taken care of, but some of these writers would get, like, into the details. Right, just, right. like... Hearing lots of cock and just a lot, lot of you know, interfacing her, her cave, and just a lot of, a lot of things what? like that. Oh, no. And they would get mad descriptive because they wanted you to like really experience yeah. it through Paint the, the eyes. Paint the picture and take you there. Yo, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. vividly. Mm-hmm. Like make you the picture, basically. Right. So uh-huh. there is a streaming service called Passion Flicks that is now taking the literally from book to screen. They're taking the romance novels and they are not cutting anything out. They're not softening any edges. You getting the fullness of this book. Well, I should say full-esque. So they give you a meter. I think it's one through five. Uh-huh. Five being not safe for work. Well, and people are watching them at work. They, they want to let make sure, hey, just in case, you're going to see some boobs, you're going to see some butts. You're going to hear noises. So it's still like a soft porn. You're not going to see full details but you're gonna see a lot you're gonna see a lot they do not hold back and of course it's in romance form so it's like he spotted her from across the hallway immediately he's at her ear like i need you i want you and then they are immediately getting it down what i'm watching this tonight (laughs) it is is awesome so if you love romantic movies especially 
Back in the day, uh, Harlequin. Harlequin used to be a main source for romantic treachery. They did DVDs. They did booked DVDs. Mm-hmm. I own those DVDs. What? But they were. But it's in that same where you're gonna get a lot of sweet jazz music. You're gonna get like a lot right. of <laughs> candlelit dinners. It's this. It's like that. But it's all on a streaming platform now, and they're starting to make their own movies on top of that. Right. I'm seeing. There's one on here called Royally Screwed. This girl. Emma Chase. Hey. Because why not? Because on? why not, girl? <laughs> what is it? So it's $5.99 a month. Cancel anytime. It is. Yep. You can explore for free. I don't know what that means. Oh, but Meet Joe Black is on here? So yeah, they also incorporated okay. other romantic films. Meet Joe Black is long as hell. Yes, it is. But it is revolving around like death's first interpretation yeah. as a human. Right. And there's a very drawn out love scene in that movie. Yeah, I remember that. And Pride and Prejudice is on here. Yes. The, ma- the Matchmaker's Playbook, which is actually a book, I believe. It is. Well, yeah, they're all books. So okay. they're all based in some way on a book. Yeah, but I, but this was, I was not introduced to this movie before the book. Oh. Yeah, Matchbook, or yeah, Match. Match the matchmaker's playbook. That one, matchmaker's playbook, <laughs> is actually real cute and it's actually pretty, pretty tempered. For yeah, because I think it was in the movie theaters. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, I've seen this in the movie. Theaters. Whoever the lead guy is, is fine as hell. Yeah, Whoever that person cute. is, he looks cute. Gorgeous. But yeah, you're gonna get a lot, lots of setups like that where it's like, yes, I am a dating coach and I am teaching women how to love themselves. And oh no, but I've fallen in love with one of my customers. Oh no. <laughs> how dreadful. Right. <laughs> right. So yeah, so that was my, because I was looking for stuff about open relationships mm-hmm. and just went down a rabbit hole. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Also found that. And yeah, so I mean, that that's it really for, all I can think of for the recap, unless you had anything else you wanted to touch on, mm. or talk about. Oh yeah, I mean, we talked about wedding culture in the last one. Mm-hmm. That was more so just like, how expensive weddings are. Mad expensives, all the things mm-hmm. that go into the wedding, mm-hmm. and why the weddings are so built up as like the, the, uh, the ultimate, that's the goal for so right. many people, just to get there. Right. So, yeah, that was it. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, then we're going to be moving into this warm-up, which is mad interesting. Yeah, shenanigans. Right after this. Hey, it's Shay Cherie, and if you're looking for something funny to see on the internet, check out Shay Cherie show on everything. Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat. Make sure you check out Shay Cherie show. All right, we are moving on to shenanigans. Ooh, shenanigans. Woo-hoo. All right, so our our um, episode this week is about relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in shenanigans, we like to do our little warm-ups. So our warm-up today is going to be a quiz show. Yeah. <laughs> are you ready? Ooh, <laughs> ready as I will be, absolutely. So this quiz is from Playbuzz, um, and it is called, mm-hmm. Would You Last in an Open Relationship? Yes. Okay. So I took this quiz um, recently, and yeah, I, 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 I'm not ready. I'm not ready for an open relationship. Okay. I'm just not. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But um, if you're listening to this, I would just go ahead with it. Um, You can find it on Playbuzz.com. Just put in uh, "Would you last an open relationship quiz?" and it should pop right up. 
uh, let's preference with this with saying that you do get to make your own quiz on Playbus. Yes. So there's not like a real like algorithm that's like. No, there's no science on this. <laughs> there's not any science behind it. It's just something fun. Which will become apparent when you start to hear these questions. Yes, because the questions are hilarious. Okay. <laughs> So, what is your opinion uh, on open relationships, Jim? My oh, in general, is this part of the yes. Okay, this one. Looks... In general, so pre- oh oh no, I've got it. It's 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 multiple choice. Oh, it's oh, that's right, <laughs> that's right. So, what's your opinion on open relationships? Is it a? I think they're a great way to keep a relationship fresh. Mm-hmm. B. I would be open to trying it. C. I don't understand how people can do it. How are these the only options? That's it. <laughs> Fast, A, B, or C. Fast. I'm gonna say I'll be open to it. Okay, so B. All right, that's what I'm talking about. Go ahead. All right, so um, they have um, which celebrity couple do you emulate or want to emulate? Mm-hmm. Or blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they have Will and Jada Smith. Hard tell. Okay, yes. Okay. Uh, Selena Gomez and The Weeknd, which I'm pretty sure they're not together anymore. No, they are definitely not and together. And Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick. I'm going to say Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick. I love them! That's the yes. one I picked. They've been together forever. Yeah. They have been. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so um, what, who would you rather date? Leonardo DiCaprio, Drake, <laughs> or Justin Bieber? Um, I, again, what does this have to do? I don't know, Jeff! <laughs> I'm hoping that the person who made this is always currently in an open relationship. I do find it interesting that they try to place at least one person of color and like in each of these people categories you gotta choose from. That being said, I'm gonna choose my person of color. I'm gonna choose Drake. You're gonna pick Drake after this whole Adonis thing, Joe? Even even after this whole Adonis (laughs) thing, I feel like emotionally we could just be like, oh my god, babe, what happened? (laughs) Okay, do you? Well, okay. Yes. <laughs> do you do you want to get married? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause yeah. Sorry. I am married, so hopefully that is. A, hopefully that would be in there. Yes. Okay. Are you closer to your mom, dad, or neither? See, I'm close to both of them. Sorry, you gotta pick one. <laughs> Sorry, dad. Okay, dad. All right, cool. Um, what's the most important quality mm. you look? for? in a partner is mm-hmm. it a honesty mm-hmm. b a sense of humor mm-hmm. c kindness oh honesty honesty okay mm-hmm. yeah i don't care about anybody being kind <laughs> i don't care kindness is for suckers yeah kindness is for suckers <laughs> how would you rather spend your evening mm-hmm. a go out dancing at a club b watching a movie at home or mm. c go to a play being at home really movie okay i was gonna home. pick play I was definitely great for <laughs> What movie would you rather watch? Mm-hmm. Ace Ventura Pet Detective? What? Okay. <laughs> C, B, You've Got Mail. Mm-hmm. Or C, Princess Diaries. I'm pretty sure you got Princess know. Diaries. <laughs> what, again, what does that have to do? I don't know, Jeff. <laughs> I think it's probably just to, like, make you feel some kind of way. I don't, I don't. I don't know. What's the celebrity dating then? I'm, I have no idea. That's just. <laughs> okay, so we have to wait for the results. Uh, they should be coming up soon. So uh, I guess Leonardo. Because I pick Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, okay. Mine. Okay. Um, what's my opinion over relationships? I said I don't really understand it. Mm-hmm. I picked Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick for the couple, couple I like Really. I would rather date Leonardo DiCaprio. Why Leo out of those three? Because Leonardo DiCaprio... The stronger actor? It's just... 
Just bomb. He's a stronger actor. No, I'm not even going to say that. Okay. okay. I just like consistency. Okay. There's something about him. Okay. That feels like he's always going to be Leo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I picked, I, I'm closer to my mom. Okay. Um, honesty is important to me. Um, and I'd rather go to a play. Mm-hmm. And I love you, got mail. So. I oh, like the original. You like the original? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, the conclusion is... No, you would not last! And it doesn't explain why. Okay, it does have it has a little explanation, but it's like, blah. Right. And that gives us a gift that says, as long as there's an us, things can never get too complicated. That's the gift that they give. I don't know. Oh, from the next step? What? Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, so here's the little explanation. Mm-hmm. You would not survive in an open relationship. Your traditional values are just way too strong. You want to know what your partner is, that your partner is there for you 100%. To you, staying with just one person is what makes relationships so exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There might be some truth to that. Interesting. I mean, at least for me. I don't know about you. How about you? I, I don't agree. Hey, I, I, I can't get over the methods of how right. they determine this. It's a little weird. In the first place. I mean, I, I agree. There's there's some truth to that. I mean, I definitely would feel overwhelmed if there were additional <laughs> things happening at the same time. I don't know time. if that has anything to do with my traditional values, though. I think that's a little reach. I don't know, because a lot of it is kind of built on what we've been around and what we're, we're told, and those are all based on traditional values. That's it. I just, because, like, you grew up in the church, girl. I did grow up in the church, but, like, I mean, that's I just that's like, like I'm the so traditional different. value. I just feel like I'm so different. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I personally just feel like it's not, it's just, it's just personally for me. Okay. Like, I don't like to share. <laughs> Yes. A lot of things. Okay. Like, there's a lot of things that, because um, I'm, I'm the eldest of my siblings, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I only have one. Uh, <laughs> and he's a boy. Uh, so, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, like, I've, I've been willing to, I've shared most of my life, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And just with that, like, I just, I just want, like, us to grow. Like, I have a thing, like, with, I don't like when my friends have, like, like, my best friend will have, like, another best friend. I'm kind of like, what the? <laughs> It's funny because it's so true. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And then like, hey, best friend. You're like, no, no, no. You can only have one best. Excuse me? You can't have multiple bests. Excuse me? <laughs> right. True. And so like, that's why I personally feel like just open relationships is just not good. Because I don't like open relationships. <laughs> In general. Like outside of being sexual. Completely. Like uh-huh. I just don't mm-hmm. want it. Mm-hmm. I don't fair. know if that makes sense. That's fair. That's fair. Right. So you understand what I mean. Right? I do. I understand. Okay, that's cool. fair. All right. So here's the other quiz. Okay. <laughs> From uh, Go To Quiz. Okay. It's, um, it's how polyamorous are you? Ooh. Ooh. All right. So we're going to start off with the age thing. Uh, we're not telling y'all our ages. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, there's like only a binary gender situation going on here. Uh-huh. So do you consider yourself male or female? Female. Okay. There we go. All right. Do you love or believe that you could love more than one person at a time? One, I could love more than one person at a time. I could love more than one person, but not more than one at a time. Mm-hmm. 
I could be intimate with more than one person at a time, but not love more than one. Mm. I could only love one person. See, I already like the setup to this. This is nice and deeper. Okay. It's a little, oh, well, this is far more deeper. Interesting. This is, they have like statistics and stuff on the side. To base this one. Oh, okay. okay. So I think you can be in love with more than one person at a time. Okay. You believe that you can be in love with more than mm-hmm. one person. Okay. All right, cool. Are you jealous of your partner if, you have one or do you believe you could be je- you would be jealous if you had one that's awkwardly phrased but yeah, i think very strange. <laughs> i do have a partner right. and i am mad jealous yes okay i am jealous okay <laughs> that is the end. okay would it be emotionally easier on you to find an additional partner or for your partner to find an additional partner mm-hmm. it, one it would be easier on me to find an additional partner it would be easier on me for my partner to find one. Mm. It would make no difference to me one way or uh, or another as long as we are all happy. Mm. Or forget this sh- partner sharing business. Forget this sharing <laughs> business. If I'm if I'm talking about a partner, meaning I'm, this is the person I want to incorporate into my own life, like my own life's journey. Yeah, that's that's a heavy commitment. I no, I couldn't. Okay, I couldn't so share. That, yeah, that's, I guess Paula Ambrose. I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I think that is part of it. <laughs> <laughs> we know where this is going. Right? Uh, what is the meaning of a closed relationship? Ooh. No one can join. No one can join without the ex in the without the existing partner's consent. Mm-hmm. Or I have no idea. No one can join without the existing partner's consent. Okay, cool. What is a primary level relationship? You live together. You share expenses and household responsibilities. Have a marriage level commitment to one another or all of the above? All of the above. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was too. What is a secondary relationship? You see one another regularly. You see one another infrequently. Yes, yeah. infrequently. And I don't know. I'm going to say you see one another infrequently. Okay. Yeah. What is a tierity level relationship? I don't even know what that is. It's word the is. third one. <laughs> like secondary. Okay. Yeah. I okay. it's like. Oh, graduate degree. Come on. Teacher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, teacher level relationship. Mm-hmm. You see one another infrequently. You see one another infrequently. <laughs> Those are the only options you can. Yeah. You're yeah. at the third one, level. One is you see one another infrequently. You see each other infrequently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I don't know. You see each other infrequently. Okay. Wow. Let's know where that was going. (laughs) What is an open relationship? Partners see other people. They are no dating rules or I'm not sure. Partners may see other people. Okay. Is polyamory the same as polygamy? No. Okay. (laughs) Is polyamory the same as cheating? No. Is polyamory the same as serial monogamy? No. Okay. Is polyamory the same as swinging? Hmm. That's a good yes, question. No, I'm not sure. I'm going to say yes. Okay. Okay. I said no. Oh, okay. Okay. Does polyamory mean many lovers? It does. Okay. That is literally what it means. Does poly polygamy mean many marriages? Ooh. No. I'm going to say no. Okay. How is Polly not cheating? Oh, wow. Partners know and approve of additional relationships or there is no difference? Partners know and approve of additional relationships. Okay. 
How is polyamory unlike serial monogamy? Mm. You love each partner in addition to, not instead of new ones. Oh, okay. Like in no addition difference. to rather yeah. than saying, no, I only like these new mm-hmm. ones. Okay. Or there's no difference. You love new partners okay. in addition to. How is polyamory different from swinging? Polyamory is multiple loving relationships, not simply multiple intimate partners, or there is no difference. Oh, that's a good I know. question. That's probably going to change my other answer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say polyamory is multiple loving relationships. Okay. Well, that's good. That actually should shed some light. Right, exactly. I was like, uh-uh, don't be giving me answers. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote A Bouquet of Lovers? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, good. Let's just go there because I'm not, I'm not <laughs> reading all these people's names. Who wrote Loving More, the polyfidelity primer? <laughs> Yeah. I have no idea. Also, <laughs> I did not know there was this much literature. There's literature. Who wrote polyamory? Love without. Limits. There's more books. I don't know. Okay, Green Egg Magazine was a leading voice in spreading information about polyamory. What? I have no idea. True, false. I don't know. Okay. No idea. And what magazine you're most likely to find about polyamory today? In which of the following? Field and stream. <laughs> that is a dog magazine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, because I didn't know what to show. <laughs> Loving more. Oh. Polyamory news. Okay, just put it up right up there in front or of you. More than one. I'm gonna say loving more. I'm okay. gonna guess that one. I know field and stream is for sure a dog hunting. I said ma- more magazine. than one. No, okay. Because I was like, I'm not gonna put that out of the way out there. Let's see what you are. Oh, Joe. Okay, you are 56% polyamorous. (laughs) Joe is less polyamorous than me. I am 62% polyamorous. Super freaking strange. I was almost positive you were going to be way ahead of me. Right? Okay, you could be poly, but you have a lot of social baggage Mm -hmm. and some personal insecurity. Uh -uh. Don't be shading people because they don't want to do this shit. <laughs> and some personal insecurities to overcome. Not a lie, though. Not I don't. Lie. I don't like it, Joe. <laughs> it would. <laughs> I think that was that whole jealousy question. Because that, that, that leads into personal insecurity. I don't feel like that's insecure to be jealous. I just don't. <laughs> I feel like that's a construct that people that are want to be all over the place okay. have put on people that don't want to. And I just feel like. <laughs> We just need to, everybody just go to their corners and cool off. Let me finish what I had to say here. It would be, it would be well for you to read every book and magazine article you can find. Oh, okay. That's Check true. out websites mm-hmm. and maybe look into local support groups. There's support You're groups? Not, yeah. You're not quite ready to try the actual lifestyle, but it could work for you. I actually like this quiz better than the last. I mean, <laughs> of course, this is far more in-depth, but I just don't like the, I don't like, um... Like, um, I guess results that like mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. an insecure bitch. You need to fix yourself. You need to fix yourself because you ain't right. I don't like Christian. I don't like Christian quizzes that do that. I don't like that. I don't like that. That's I just feel like funny. you should be results should be in love. I could see how you could take it that way too, because it does say it. Yeah. It does. It doesn't it, soften the blow at all. Right. It's they like, gave you got this, insecurities. <laughs> yeah, because because my answer was my results was um was very much pretty much the same thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we ain't ready for open relationships nor poly and polyamorous relationships. Yeah. We need to 
No. Or any poly relationships, we need to read more literature because we're insecure. <laughs> <laughs> you see? You see how ludicrous that sounds? But well, but I mean, it's also, but it also for, at least for me, it's also not a lie. Like, okay. my jealousy definitely stems from an insecurity. Okay. Like, yeah. I could definitely see how that would fade into it. My question, though, even mm-hmm. after all of my research, uh-huh. is, is that... What it means to be polyamorous, you've overcome your insecurities. Is that's that what that, and that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? How mm-hmm. how that could be a slippery slope. It does make it sound like a qualifier. Like yeah, we like, have risen above. We have risen above. <laughs> we have elevated ourselves. Right. And you all are still on the on the low train. You're right. basically dogs. <laughs> which right. is funny because dogs are pretty polyamorous if you think about it. <laughs> that's true. Whatever. True pack mentality. Yeah, True. you know what I'm saying. So I mean, I I don't like that kind of conversation. True. I feel like it should always be a conversation of openness on both sides. I like, think so too. You have you have elevated to this point based off of your experience mm-hmm. and your research and what you just feel in your heart is something that you can do. And I don't feel like whatever is in your heart is something that makes you insecure mm. or makes you like. You haven't risen above. True. I also, we're getting that. all of this from a quiz.com. <laughs> That's true. I mean, but I've also, like, just even in conversations with some people, they've just been like, well, you know, you haven't, mm-hmm. you haven't ascended. Ascension. <laughs> Ascension is a part of this? Okay. Right. Ascension. Right. Yeah. They levels? What? They levels? Mario? What is going on here? <laughs> yeah, so I just don't like that conversation. But true. those are fun. If you want to check out those, um, Quizzes. The poly one is on gottoquiz.com. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's the more in-depth quiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably more um, insightful. The fact that they had literature for you to actually look up was, was kind of interesting. Confused. Yeah, I was like, what is all this book? Yeah, and there's the a magazine, is- right? <laughs> so that quiz is called "How Polyamorous Are You," mm-hmm. which is kind of weird because I think it should just be like, "How how poly are you?" Because right. I mean, it kind of touched on a whole bunch of other things. And then um, the other one is play is from playbuzz.com, and that's. Uh, would you last in an open relationship? Mm-hmm. And that one's kind of weird, but it's just funny. Mm-hmm. It's kind of more on the, the, for entertainment, right? Yeah. All of it's for entertainment, but that one definitely more leans towards it, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> to look at, but that was a fun one. Yes, <laughs> that was interesting. I can't believe I scored a lower percentage. I know that's so weird. That's hilarious. I was almost positive that that was not. Gonna <laughs> Very interesting. Well, all right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so let's transition over to Curvy Geek Finger Corner in just a moment. All right. Hey there, lovelies. This is Joe, aka the Curvy Geeky Fangirl. And if you want more Curvy Geeky Fangirl, you can find me all over the place, like Instagram, Twitter, my own podcast, fanbros.com, and of course, my website, curvygeekyfangirl.com. All right, so we're going to be moving on to the Curvy Geeky Fangirl Corner. Ooh. We are staying with our theme of open relationships. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to explore open relationships in, like, cartoons and comics. Okay. And um, and pop culture, because I kind of ran out of places in cartoons and comics. Right. So, <laughs> but there are some. There are some. So, hear me out on this. Okay. Comic-wise, Archie. Archie Andrews. Everybody knows RT is the grocery store go-to comic book that's always in, like, the little bookcase right there by the register. Mm-hmm. The premise of RT, well, part of the premise of RT is that he's in love with two girls, Betty and Veronica. 
Okay. In the comics do a good job of splitting that up where it's like sometimes he's with Betty, sometimes he's with Veronica. Okay. But for the most part, it's those two girls and their sole focus is on Archie. In polyamory, they've got a term for that. It's called a V relationship. And that is when you have one person who has an interest or, or is in love with two other people. And those two other people don't interact with each other. They only interact with that one person. Mm-hmm. So it's like a V. So Archie would be the, the bottom point of that. And his yeah. V stretches out to Veronica and Betty. And that has been going on for decades. 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 I and even in the book, like when Veronica's with Archie, Betty backs off. Mm-hmm. And then when Betty's with Archie, Veronica backs off. But, but they were fighting sometimes. They'll, they do. They, they'll set it up. There'll be jealousy. They'll, they'll fight with each other. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Veronica's dating Reggie. And yeah, it'll be like a, a four thing for a little bit. But yeah, so that was I, someone. Um, I was reading a blog post, as one does in the mm-hmm. research. But they were talking about how like uh, Archie is kind of one of the first... Uh, examples they'd ever seen of like a polyamorous relationship is that polyamorous it's polyamorous multiple marriages <laughs> right right not polygamy okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. polyamorous it's multiple okay. loves so you've got okay. you've got archie who's in love with two girls and then if you follow the archie comics they even introduced like a third girl there was like a cheryl for a little bit Mm-hmm. And now there's a show called Riverdale. And that kind of put me into pop culture. Because in, mo- in most pop culture sitcoms, you get the one person, usually the lead, who mm-hmm. has a main love interest. But then there's also like these side love interests that come into it. Right. And it's phrased in a monogamous way. So she's not dating her love interest and dating these other guys at the same time. But that interest is still up in the air. Where like she likes him. But for whatever reason, they can't get together. Right. So she's dating other people on the side. And then eventually those relationships end right, and yeah. she gets with the main person. Hmm. So so uh, somebody was talking about Friends. Friends is like an example of polyamory. Is it? Well, so you've got three people, or you got six people, three guys, mm-hmm. three girls. They've all interdated each other and they all stay friends consistently. Like they've kind of gone back and forth on several people shared and always come back to this group dynamic of being friends so it is it is set up for straight tv so they try to show it as a monogamous relationship Mm -hmm. but you could very easily interpret it interpret it as a polyamorous one right because they're their core relationship and they move on from there i never even thought about that yeah and then in fantasy, there's tons of polyamorous stuff, yeah. but it's fantasy. So it's usually like elves, and there's a king, and he, all he's got a bunch of wives. Oh. Or it's a situation where elves are like, we don't believe in ownership, so they just all date each other. Okay. Stuff like that. Happens a lot. Happens a lot, a lot. I think that's interesting. It is hilarious, because when they were talking about Archie, I was like, what? That's I never even thought about that. Ever. Yeah. Right. I never even really thought about that. Like, never but, even... There you go. So it happens. It happens in comics. comics. And apparently they touched on it um, in, at least in Marvel. I don't know about DC, but there are uh, gay couples in Marvel comics. There's Hulkling and I can't remember the other guy's name. But basically it's two guys. So there's two guys in a relationship and they tried to explore it uh, within, I guess, the gay community. There's a lot of Mm -hmm. gay men couples. Yeah. That are monogamish, where 
there with each other. That's another title that we will explore in the next segment. What? Monogamish is another version of polyamory where it's really the two people and they're Mm -hmm. in a committed relationship and then they together decide to swing or they have their own separate uh, sexual adventures on their Mm -hmm. own, but it never culminates into another romantic relationship with a person outside of their main pairing. Okay. Stuff like that. So Marvel Comics kind of touched on it, but didn't really explore it at all. Right. Because let's be honest, it's really, it's really written by most straight guys. So mm-hmm. so that as well. So I found like all these little examples. And then I found out that uh, there's actually people who are trying to write relationship comics to give a positive view of polyamory and like how it could work and how it's not necessarily a terrible, terrible mistake. Mm-hmm. And so that they have online comics for that as well, and it's very it's very interesting. I was just like, huh, what what in the world? But yeah, that's, so there you go. Wow, there you go. Never, you never know. Um, that has like really shifted my whole mind about um, Archie Comics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so I'm so crazy. Well, I mean, but it's all but it's a it's a not a what is the word not prototype. It's a trope. It's a common trope in a lot of storytelling. Yeah, You've got one person who. But it's uh, but the thing whatever. is, it's always a lot of times it's always men. That's also true. Yeah, that's very true. And so that's kind. Of, I guess that's been always my thing. It's like, when is the women gonna be in here? Like, right, <laughs> right. At some point, right. With the multiple dudes. What's going on? Well, I mean, okay. So if you want to talk women, there is. Oh, her name's not Frost. What is her name? Diamond, or is it Frost? Emma Frost. She's a Marvel character. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, it's Emma Frost. She, you could classify her as a polyamorous type. She never, she's a woman. Mm-hmm. She has multiple lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's only, but she's only really had one serious relationship. But she's kept her lovers. So it would be a situation where it was the woman who was in this open relationship. And it's, and it is an open relationship. So she's communicating that she's not just being physically intimate with one person. So everybody is aware of what's going on. But in her case, they made her the most, what's a PC term to use? <laughs> She's scantily clad. The woman oh. wears like next to nothing oh, in okay. the comics. Oh, and oh, in DC, I take that back. In DC, it's Starfire. So there's a character in DC called Starfire. She's part of Teen Titans. She comes from a race of aliens who believe in open love. Nobody stays like committed to anybody right. unless it's for like political purposes mm-hmm. uh, she learns language by making out with people um, what yeah that's how she learns the English language she makes out with Robin from Batman and Robin mm-hmm. that's how she learns the English language and because uh, of how his tongue moves or that's how her that's how her race picks up uh, how to communicate with other races Wow. Also scantily clad. She wears like pasties, basically. Like the the best. And a G-string. Well, then the one of the best ones that I've seen, I guess, is uh, She's Gotta Have It. Yes. As the most positive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like she's wearing regular clothes. Yeah. No, she does not, have a, does not have a job, really. <laughs> right. Everything else in her life is a mess. Right. But probably the most positive, like. At least in series form, absolutely. Yeah. There is a foreign movie from Spain mm-hmm. where the wo- it's the woman who is the center of that V. 
But it doesn't start out that way. Like, she's in a committed relationship with her husband. Mm-hmm. And he's cheating on her with a man. Okay. And then it comes to light that he's been cheating on her with a man. And he mm-hmm. basically tells her, I completely understand if you want to leave me. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop seeing this guy. So, she's like, I need to think about it, basically. Like, she mm-hmm. takes a break. Uh, the uh, the other person that kind of interloped into their marriage seeks her out and they end up like really getting along like they start out with like a friendship mm-hmm. which then evolves into a, a romance between her and the guy oh. that her husband was cheating on her with and then she finds herself in a situation where she kind of sees where her husband was coming from by falling for this guy by this point her husband has found out about <laughs> about them Mm-mm. and he's completely distanced himself like it was okay if he was cheating on her and whatever but now that she's also cheating on him with the same guy mm-hmm. he's like that is too much and he's been, he like breaks it up really but then he feels he misses them he misses them so then he comes back right and she's like we can make she's the one who says we can make this work together we can make this a functional thing wow and they make it work as a threesome as a throuple there you go. It's also mad naked. Like, Spain is like, what? Bodies? We don't need clothes. Who cares? We need clothes. Love is love. So, yes. Yeah. So, you'll see a lot of that. But it's actually really good. I think it, it used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. But, yeah. There you go. Open relationships in our media. There you yes. go. Not always diabolical. Sometimes just fun. Sometimes yeah, sometimes it's fun. It's just cool. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's that, that's basically that's, it for Curvy Geek Fan Corner <laughs> in regards to that. And then we're going to be diving into the, our Ooh, Unpack This segment. We are we ready for this. This is going to be very interesting. <laughs> right after this. Hey. Hi. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. We made it deliciously just for you. Mm-hmm. So please follow us on all of our socials on Instagram, Twitter, and of course our website, the POC Podcast. Dot com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we are picking back up with the unpack this section. We're going to be talking about types of relationships, mm-hmm. mostly about monogamy and polyamory. Yeah, and what those look like, what those mean, because we had a lot of questions. So in that uh, wedding culture episode, we were like, wait, so what? How would this work if they were poly? What? Yeah. How does that work in general? That's what kind of catapulted all of this. Right. And all of this research. So me and Shay are not in any type of poly type of relationships at all. No. We don't. So. We don't have any. Ex- I don't have any experience with them. I mean. No. Do you? Yeah. No. <laughs> not, not at least not under the no. Not under the titling they've got. Right. Okay. I mean, it just depends on on the definition. So let's. Jump into definitions of right. what these things mean. What does monogamy mean, Joe? Right? So, I'm going. To, I'm doing this through a uh, dictionary. So yeah. dictionary says that monogamy is having only one spouse at a time. So, it's related to marriage. Okay. So, my mine's here. It says the practice or condition of having a single sexual partner during a period of time. Sexual partner? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is that... No? I mean, it's still be a... I guess it's monogamy. It's very Over a period of time, which... Because, I mean, I guess you can be in a monogamous relationship and not be married. Could you be monogamous for half an hour? That is a period of time. I guess. Yeah? Okay. But I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's so weird. <laughs> that's so weird. I think I, I at least put everything within 24 hours. 
Right? Um, well, I mean, if you look at the Latin stuff, which is how they break it down anyway, mono is one. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about the gami stuff. But yes, mm-hmm. but that's definitely one. And poly means many. So there you go. With that, but... But you can be married for a day. You could, and that would be a period of time. And you were monogamous in that. Mm-hmm. You could. You could definitely do that. Or, oh, this other one says the practice of marrying only one person in a lifetime. See, that's the one that we kind of all take it for. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to be monogamous, that's it. Right. Until either that relationship ends or you're dead. Like, that's... Yeah. That's it. And I think that's really what we're socially taught anyway is what it means. Mm-hmm. Just the one until it breaks or until you're dead. Right. And even the zoology like um, definition is the condition of having only one mate mm-hmm. during a breeding season. Or during the breeding life of a pair. Okay, so that's like a time period. Yeah. Over a period of time. Okay. Okay. Breeding season. Breeding season. What is humans breeding season? <laughs> well, some people would say right. that it right. was you know, the the winter months. I'm going to say that. I was going to propose that as well. <laughs> yeah. It's gloomy. You can't do too much can't outside. Do too much going on. Not to be confused with this terrible rain that we're having here. <laughs> right. In the southern Maryland area. Ugh. Ugh. Sucks. Crazy. Stupid. Mm. But anyway, yes. Mm-hmm. So, that, so that's what monogamy means. Right. What do you think it looks like? What I think it looks like? Yeah. I mean, what? I definitely think it means like a relationship between two people mm-hmm. over pretty much a, a period of time. Which for me, a period of time would be at least a month. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I would say at least a month. That's so a period. Not an evening, right? <laughs> not an evening. That's a one night stand. <laughs> but it is one. <laughs> I mean, there, there is a, there is not a whole lot of possibilities of you being able to have sex with multiple people without it not without it not being monogamous within the thirty minute time. <laughs> True. Unless you're just that good. Whatever happens first. I mean, yikes. You know. <laughs> I feel like at least you know you should have. One uh, biological pass of the person's like whatever out of your out of your system or whatever, however that long that takes. Biological. Or if you're if you're if you're a woman, like one cycle. Oh, it's oh really? Okay. Yeah, like one cycle. So like a shower wouldn't like restart that pass for you. No. Interesting. Dang. No, not for monogamous relationships. <laughs> I mean, but that's me. But what about you? How would you define that? Well, I mean, so I'm, I'm taking it socially. I learned about relationships uh, like everybody through TV. All right. And um, <laughs> that that is what the penultimate was. Like if you got into a relationship with one other person, it meant you were winning at life. Right. And for the longest, that monogamous relationship was a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was the pairing. And then every so often you'd get situations where the man might veer from the monogamous course, but he would ultimately come back to it. So, um, yeah. That's not like a truth. Okay. Right? But, but that's what I've seen it look at. It's just it's right. one man and one woman. And now, of course, it can be two men, two women, or two people who don't identify mm-hmm. at all, but either way together but it's usually just one on one so that's what i've seen it look like okay uh success rate wise i was actually proud of us the the last statistics i looked at was from like 2015 okay said that uh the rate of divorce dropped from like a 65 percentage to a 59 percentage okay 
Well, I was like, okay, okay, we're doing pretty good for 2015. But I also wondered if that's because we now allowed same-sex marriages, and that increased like the number oh, but, of people. But see, I feel like they always should have. Like, they, they should have. So but I wonder I if that like, helped their numbers though for people who have stayed in a marriage. It might, or people just. I think people now take their time, and so they don't jump into big group, you know, big monogamous relationships too young. You think people take, take their I feel time? Like people, I don't know. I feel like nowadays, like, I don't know. The I job don't. we do. Yeah. Well, not according to the job we do, no. Okay. Of course not. But those they people are, they're part are of awful. awful. No, they're, they're not awful. They're <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. They're young. They're young. They're mad young, and that's why their statistic is so low, okay. personally. Um, and they're doing it for, you know, economic reasons. It's true. Or just loneliness reasons. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very but I, true. But, but I I'm find outside of that, okay. people are getting married much later in life. Is that around, like, your educated circles, though? Or is there other people who are, like, in college or have a degree under them I guess already? I don't really have any other circles. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't dibble and dabble with us. I right don't dibble and dabble. Neither. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Um, I don't deal with plebs. No, but even those that aren't necessarily like in those, I guess, education circles, I find that just people are just taking their time. Well, one, they're taking their time because it's hard out here for a pimp when trying to get the money for the rent. You got it. Takes longer to make a certain amount of money, and people are far more conscious of like, I ain't trying to be broke with okay. somebody else. Okay. I'm not trying to have no baby and be broke. Mm-hmm. I want people want to live their lives more. You know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they're, like, okay with having children in their 30s. Okay. You know, 40s even. And so I feel like that has something to do with the statistic. Okay. I don't know. Very interesting, very interesting. What do you think affects that statistic other than... Other than um, uh, gay marriage being legalized? Or do you think it's just that? I really think think it's just that. Because for decades upon decades upon decades that number kept getting higher and higher and as early as 2000 that mm-hmm. number w- was very close to the 70s in a percentage rate mm-hmm. of failure for marriage and then just recently it started to dip like just just recently and i don't think it's a coincidence that now that they've opened up who can marry that it's changed those statistics i don't think that's okay by coincidence I think that helped it because I mean people are still gonna people. People are still gonna people. Yeah. We a lot of us, a lot of us still see, view marriage as the penultimate. Like that's the goal in order for me to get to whatever next step I'm trying to get to, whether that's right. kids or getting on with the rest of my life, whatever that is. We a lot of us still view that. A lot of us still jump into relationships because we feel like this is this could be it. So why not? Right. I'm not getting any younger. Right. Or I need to be here by now. I should have been at this point already, and for whatever reason, I wasn't. So this needs to happen with right. whatever person I'm with right now. Okay. That's what I think. I be true. Yeah. That's what I think. So what do you think about the pros and cons of being in a monogamous commitment? <sighs> the pros. Uh, let's start with the cons. Okay. Okay. We'll do con, 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 con. Sure. That, that works. works. That works. Um, con. Mm-hmm. Um... You kind of got to just be okay with with the person as they are. Like okay. and that's then that is you have committed to the fact that that's 
who they are mm-hmm. and that's all you're going to deal with and that kind of that can kind of suck sometimes. Okay. Okay. Especially if they're not like evolving maybe as fast as you are. Okay. And so that can be a bit of a con of a monogamous relationship because you ain't going nowhere. Okay. Right. Your growth could stagnate. Right. It could stagnate. Okay. That's okay. true. Right. Okay. I'll give you that. I would I would say in in guideline of that work like work effort like mm-hmm. whether that's taking care of the house or just even like emotional work mm-hmm. that you're trying to do with each other. You are reliant on that one other person to right. help get that stuff done, and if that person doesn't want to do it either, mm-hmm. stagnant again. You're mm-hmm. not you're not gonna do anything more. Whether that's trying to get these dishes out the sink right. or or whatever else, you're right. reliant on that one person to help you with that workload. Right. And I think that that is what leads to a lot of the negative aspect of the of the success rate, right. the the failure right mm-hmm. there, because it is you're kind of. Tr- I'm gonna say trapped, but basically you are. You're right. trapped with one other person. Either you're on the same plane or you are not. Yeah. And it can get messy really, really, really fast. Right. As a con. Okay. Death, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, probably another con for me would just be like, um, gosh, I'm trying to really think of a con. I mean, <laughs> not that there there's several cons. It's just I'm trying to think of one that's like, I can't go Um. We, we kind of touched on, like, the support Support, idea. yeah, support idea. Um, and money. Money. What do you think about money? Yeah, money can be a thing. Money is never my problem. Hey, <laughs> good no, for you. No, 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 no. Money is a problem for everyone. I just, I, I tend to be very, like, even in my dating, I was gonna say, I don't know how to make this sound not gold digger. You know? <laughs> I don't know how to make this sound non gold Okay, okay. But I just, I personally see myself really um, getting to a point in my econo- economically, mm-hmm. at some point being, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I can see myself getting to the 1%. Okay, point. okay. I know that's a lot. Oh, man, that's a lot to say about myself. Well, no, we all, myself. we all can see ourselves eventually getting yeah. to 1%. Whether or not it actually happens. Right, exactly. But. That's true, but like I just really feel like I'm gonna be there. <laughs> like I don't I have an overwhelming feeling of that at all times. Okay, okay. And so I want somebody with that same work ethic. Okay. And when or that same idea. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times when I you know, if I come across someone that does not have that idea, you know, I tend to really not create a relationship with them okay. but sometimes people hide shit and so okay. when you get into the monogamous relationship mm-hmm. and you're no longer dating other people mm-hmm. it's kind of like a microscope has been put on them and it's just like you start seeing like every little thing about okay. them okay and and like work ethic and, and and you know just the idea of of ascension okay. economically socially and everything like that mm-hmm. and if you don't have that that's like a big problem for me personally. okay i feel like that's a i feel like that's more so a personal thing because some people are fine with like just i don't want to say stagnant but just very like you know i'm okay with this kind of life <laughs> like, i want a different i want a, a different type of life okay i'm willing to work for it and i would like to be with someone that is also willing to work that is for fair it. that's fair I, I don't know if that fair. makes sense. Why are you laughing? Because you're, I like how you're trying to really tiptoe around 
what you're trying to say. What? I feel like I did. Which is really like, I'm trying to make big dollars. If they are not trying to make big dollars with me, they can just kick rocks. Right. (laughs) And so that's kind of, that's where I, Mm -hmm. that's probably another con for me. Okay. But you go ahead. That is fair. That is fair. Okay. But same thing, money-wise. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, you fall in love with somebody, get into a monogamous relationship. Like you said, it's all it's all of them. So if they are good at staying at like level C, and you're trying to reach level A, yeah, you're like, please, babe. Like, <laughs> how about B? Like, meet me in the middle, right? And it but is. It becomes a negotiation thing and whatnot. In my experience, a lot of times, though, especially if you're, I don't want to say if you're with the right person, because that's real. That's a real lazy way of saying I got lucky. This is yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But usually, if you're both trying to make things work, you can come to a compromise, right? Depending on you know what you're trying to do and what they're trying to do. Eventually, mm-hmm. they'll reach that. Um, but for me, one of the cons for being in a monogamous relationship is like if you're attracted to somebody else, dealing with the guilt of being attracted to somebody else. That's not a part of your relationship. You feel guilty. About I feel so. I, okay. I think you. I definitely used to. So okay. Like in my first beginnings of like dating and figuring out what it means to be in a monogamous relationship, mm-hmm. I was around other people who hadn't been dating that long either, mm-hmm. but because they've had like one other boyfriend than me. Okay. I was listening to, you know, their advice and whatnot, and it was very much like this tunnel <laughs> vision of like, no one else exists except the guy that you're seeing. Right. And if you dare to veer off of that path by accidentally or, or whatever, cute about yes, it means that no. you are not committed. So, I mean, like, but dealing with that kind of guilt and dealing with, you know, what it, what it means for me to be in a monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. That is a con, and others' expectations of being in a monogamous relationship. When you yeah. talk with other people who are in couples, yeah, like the expectation that <laughs> uh, pre-marriage, yeah, like, oh, we're gonna just have that, and then it's yeah. like life comes, it's like <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what you thought, <laughs> right? So yeah, there's a lot of expectation, mm-hmm. especially with monogamous relationships, because okay. it's been. Around for the longest, it was the only relationship. It was a default right. relationship. Or is the relationship of the poor true of the non-royal? True, true. <gasps> That's so crazy to think about that, though. Well, I mean, all of marriage was a marriage itself was well, built it was, around being like a transaction of sorts. Yeah, and if you don't have the money for multiple ones, which I actually still have that view. Yeah. Which I guess we'll go into the next uh, right because <laughs> I'm just like to me personally I'm like what you, right you're poor you went from the well <laughs> what is that what is that girl the girl the girl that was like this weekend right she was like she was like uh, f you pay me how you let a bro uh, a nigga with no car drive you crazy <laughs> I was like yes <laughs> I was like you're right. <laughs> You mean to tell me these girls be out here acting crazy off the dude that don't have no car, right. can't get their nails done, nothing, and I'm just like, right, oh. right, because, because, no, 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 because of other crazy, crazy, stupid, no, Joe, don't do it. <laughs> I agree. Don't do it. Don't do it. What are they offering you? Okay, nothing. Nothing. All right, you're on your second baby and you're standing at the bus stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get out here. And not even going to work. You just here at the bus stop to meet like your dealer or something. Or go to the grocery store because they can't pick you up to go get you some mm. um, pampers for the baby. Mm-hmm. Get out. 
<laughs> or they don't have a car or nothing. Get out. Right. In Georgia, in, in Atlanta, places mm-hmm. like that, places that are extremely cheap for mm-hmm. you to live and you can't have places, get out. <laughs> you can't you catch me place. one time with the baby thing, you can catch me twice. Right. Get out. Right. There's a difference. There's yeah, a difference. That's the difference. Uh, true. So yeah, I guess it can be for the rose. All right. <laughs> so, so we can. Oh, pros. Pros. Yeah. Oh, pros. Oh, that's oh. right. We just stayed on constant. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what are the pros? Uh, pros of monogamous relationships. Uh, it's just one person. It's just one person. You don't gotta deal with a bunch of people. Mess. I don't like dealing with a whole bunch of people. Mess. I have social anxiety. There's no way I could be like yes, and then also Rodney. Like yes. Yeah. No. no. Jealousy. No. Uh, I don't have to, hopefully you don't have to deal with that if you're faithful. Right. Well, no, you know what? I think you still deal with jealousy. It might be yeah. on a different level. It's not necessarily like everybody's out to get them. But right. like, it could be other, like time-wise. Yeah. You can deal with jealousy with time. Okay. Like, we both, like, like my husband and I. Again. We are. <laughs> we are back in the concert. But anyway. <laughs> but, I mean, jealousy can also yeah. help you because it lets you know you're still, you still Long care about time. this person. Yeah. That's definitely a thing. That's true. So, like, a pro, because I, I believe in, like, like <laughs> I guess this is so cliche, oh. empire building. Uh-huh. I just, I love just the idea of, like, building with a person that you feel like ain't gonna leave you when stuff gets tough. Okay. Like, I, I don't know. It's something, something beautiful about that. I was watching uh, Black Love mm-hmm. on OWN, and, I mean, they had all kinds of different couples. They had, like, the super Christian couples. They had... The non, because they're the ones that are in between. D.L. Hughley and his wife was on there. Okay. Uh, a lady who I thought was Lena Waithe and is not. <laughs> was on there. Her and her wife were on there. And mm-hmm. it was just, I don't know. It was something about, like, that transparency about monogamous relationships that, like, just the ups and downs where you don't ever hear that shit. Like, mm-hmm. bo- like before, like, my mom was like, man, had I had a show like this I feel like maybe I could have like worked through oh okay if I had I had somebody just be that kind of transparent like Mm -hmm. like like, this can happen and there's going to be terrible awful times Mm -hmm. but if you just stick through it you can get here Mm -hmm. there's levels and like waves and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and so you know to have those types of that type of media out there and just to see the the empire that people have built Mm -hmm. Just the the home lives and stuff like that. It's just life is hard, and it's so much easier if you have somebody that's like, "Hey, we're gonna do it together." You could also have that in a non-monogamous relationship. You could have several somebodies who was like, "Hey, we're gonna do this together." Yeah, but then the jealousy and all. <laughs> my my quote unquote insecurities is gonna right. shut up. I, I'm not. I have devolved that right. much. Jealousy. I will say it's 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 easier to unleash yeah. all of you to one, one person. person yeah i will say that and that's what i want i mm-hmm. want to be able to feel like i can be all of myself mm-hmm. with that one person right like that's what i want right and so i'm just kind of like i can't be you know having the door open in the bathroom mm-hmm. with, ev- with everybody with everybody <laughs> i just can't i just can't, I, just can't I can't have everyone know have that visual in there right you know, sitting on the toilet i just can't. i agree with that that's true that's true i don't know there's something about it i will say it's also nice having just the one other person because i mean when mm-hmm. things start to get crazy yeah you know it together like things right. are crazy right. like things are crazy. Right. I mean, we've got each other, but oh my god, like yeah, yeah, things get crazy. True. And there's just I don't I like having my space in the bed. Like I don't want to like have like 
I just don't want on one other person. You like, can still make ro- rules no, I for just that. Don't, I don't, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just like my corner and your corner. I don't want somebody like in the middle with the corners. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. In the middle with the corners. I don't, I don't like sharing a bed in with my friends. With the corners. <laughs> like, true. True. I, I just didn't like it. True, true, true. I also don't like sharing mess. Knowing yeah. that I only have one other person. Yeah. Who I'm also taking on their whole self. Yeah. It's as nice as just the one. Right. I don't know that I could handle someone else's mess, somebody else's financial issues. Financial issues, if they're having that, their own insecurities, it would be it would be a hard juggle for me to be like, Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have the energy for all of this. I Can you they were like, Oh, you've got the good credit, so can you co sign for all all of us to get Mm -hmm. cards? Mm Mm-hmm. No. Mm -hmm. No. No. Like, well no. no. That's nope, okay. Nope, nope. <laughs> that's okay. Right. So that I guess that's I guess those are they're kind of they're they're good cons, but I guess some of them could be a little like uh, <laughs> But I mean seriously, like I just I don't know. The pros uh, there might be uh, the cons sometimes might outweigh the pros, but I True. I don't know. But I think and it's then, what you can handle. Right, it's yeah. what you can handle and like even I think about like not even children, but like families, mm-hmm. the blending and having to have like all these different families and like dealing with all because families have so many problems. Families can <laughs> absolutely can have a lot, a lot of problems, but I also feel like blending those families would be option at that point. I don't think they're like and mandatory. We're all going to be well if we're all mothers. if we're all married. I you, feel like I know people who have who have been married for quite some time and never met their significant other's family. That's something. It is something. It is something. That is not something. We all know. have families, but some of us do not have great relationships. With okay, those well, I'm saying yeah. If you have great relationships with your family, mm-hmm. this is a, I want you to be my family. I want you to be my family. But I, I also wonder how the families family. are taking that. If if you're coming from a non, yeah, I don't see. I don't think the families are like yes. We'll all just meet everybody's yeah. partners and their families. Yeah. I don't see that being the easiest conversation. Yeah, either. I mean it's already hard enough dealing with in laws and stuff. So I just feel <laughs> like that would just far more complicated. Or maybe it becomes old hat. You're like, I got this. I've met like six yeah. others. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That I know what to say. I know what to stay away from. Right, exactly. There's that. But yeah, but we might as well just go ahead and transition into the non-monogamous Right. Style. So what is non-monogamous relationships? Oh, let me go find my definitions. Because I got way sidetracked. Thinking of, what is this? Yeah. Random things are happening over here. <laughs> More poly relationship definitions. Yeah. Well, poly is, is Greek, which means many. It does. Several. It definitely does that. And in Latin, it means love. Yes, polyamorous means many loves. Mm-hmm. I, I know. I thought I read somewhere it was an offshoot. People would confuse polyamory and polygamy. Yeah. As we also saw in that quiz. Yeah. Together, they are two different things. Okay. So polygamy is actually many marriages, which is how like monogamy makes sense to be about mm-hmm. one marriage. Right. Polyamory is about many loves. That's the uh, emphasis of an open relationship. As our research has shown us, open relationships is, or well, polyamory at least, is the practice of maintaining consensual, openly conducted multiple partner relationships in which both men and women, and everybody in between, have negotiated access to additional partners outside of the traditional committed couple. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of words. 
yeah, to say two people were like, you know what, we could we could do with some more. That's, that's fine. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. It's very interesting. I came across an article in Psychology Today that talks about what polyamory is not. Okay. And the very first thing it puts on their list when it talks about what polyamory is and yeah. what it isn't, they say polyamory is not for everyone. They make that Thank crystal you. clear okay. at the beginning. Okay. This is not something for everybody. It's complex. It can be crazy intense. Uh, it's definitely not going to be as simple or even as, as exclusive as monogamy. Right. right. So there you go. That is what, uh, and that, that filters into a non monogamy. This is on Psychology thing. Today? It is on Psychology oh. Today. Okay. And um, it's written by a doctor whose nickname is the polyamorous next door. Oh. Hilarious. What's his name? He maybe might. It's a lady. Oh, or her name? Doctor Elizabeth Chef. Okay, I'm trying to see if that was on the um, on the on the um test we just did. Oh right, maybe she wrote something. Maybe she wrote something. We need to you know look at. But she (laughs) she breaks it down even further. Polyamory isn't cheating. It's not swinging, and it's not polygamy, which is we were talking about the marriage Mm -hmm. thing. The swinging thing did confuse me. I totally thought they would be like interchangeable, but that is with my own bias. I'm thinking if you choose to swing with your partner, you're keeping it, I guess, almost kind of monogamous. Like you're keeping it with the same people. Well, they have closed group swings. They do. Okay. Swingers. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. And that kind of evolves it into like its own like loving group. But Mm -hmm. apparently it's a separate, it's its own separate identified thing. Right. So you can be a swinger, but be in a monogamous relationship. Oh. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. I've, now that I've heard. Because mm-hmm. isn't that what Eyes What? Is it not Eyes What Shut? Is that the Nicole Kidman and Tom Yeah, is that what, isn't, isn't that mm-hmm. about closed group swing or open group swing? Well, it's about a cult, but yeah. Well, it's closed. <laughs> there you go. But they, they weren't necessarily swinging as they were like sex slaves. So. Oh, well, you know. Whatever you, you know. <laughs> don't yuck a yum, <laughs> don't yuck a yum, <laughs> right? So yeah, but she said it's not, mm-hmm. um, and then she breaks into what polyamory is. Okay, uh, that it is, you know, many relationships. That's how we get poly. Mm-hmm. There you go. Right. Uh, that polyamorous relationships, uh, they have a total. They have to- tons of titles underneath that umbrella as well as a polyamorous relationship. You could be in a V relationship, which is what I, the, Archie, the Archie, Veronica, Veronica and situation. You can be in a triangle where everybody is with everybody. Uh-huh. Like the other, the Spain movie I was talking about. Uh-huh. Um, you can also be in a monogamish relationship. Which is detailed as like, you know, you have your primary couple mm-hmm. and every so often they'll invite somebody or one of the partners will seek out relations with somebody else. But it, that. So is it never to get who are, so they don't have monogamish. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be together with the person, like the two people that are in the relationship. You don't have to be with the uh, with the third person you bring in it's like, not necessarily like be you're, together you're not necessarily inviting them into your couple though okay so it's not it's more it's like you have a husband and then you and your husband agree that he can date other people so is that not open why is that different from because there's no commitment with their other relationships so technically you're in a monogamous commitment in that relationship and, and you every, just everything else is a flame it, may, it might be sexual it might be just conversational but it's not serious 
So okay. it never is it never becomes a friendship, it never becomes a recurring thing. Like mm-hmm. you never have the same partner more than once. Okay. Type of thing, and that's monogamish. Okay. Yeah. But I also found out there's a lot of rules when it comes to open relationships. And I think that is why more than anything, I probably would just be like, This is a lot of work. It's too much work. Done. Right. But there is, there's a lot, a lot of rules mm-hmm. when it comes to open relationships. It's Depending on what you want to be with, uh, whether you want to take ownership titles or not, ownership titles are boyfriend, boyfriend, yeah. boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. girlfriend, that type of thing. Some people are like, no, we're just all open together. That's a, That would be a polyamorous I will, group. I wish we can get someone on the show that has been on, in one of those relationships. So, well, so, oh no, I was going to say, I was going to really... The when we were talking about Mal Rebecca Theodore Vachon, uh huh, her that very first thing when we were talking about our sex episode, King Noir is a prime example yeah. of a monogamish mm-hmm. relationship, right? So you could listen to that. Um, yeah. Insecure, what's yeah. his face is the other example of a monogamish really well, no, because he's no. in a full relationship with what's her face now, right. So yeah, so there I'm you go. Super, everything is super fluid. <laughs> it can yeah. be. I mean, I guess that's it what it's kind of supposed to be. I, you know, uh, this has been enlightening. I mean, personally, I feel like I've I'm almost there because I'm sixty two percent polyamorous. <laughs> right? You're more than half. You're more than halfway there. That is true. So crazy. But I also think that, like, especially with the insecure example, I think it feeds yeah. into. At the end of the day, people are still gonna people. Yeah. So I mean, you can have you these rules. Up. You can have these titles, but people could still lie. And right. Can still cheat. People, people cheat and lie in marriages. Uh, yeah, they do in monogamous marriages. So, but um, but it did show me that non-monogamous relationships are just that. They're still relationships, not better than, not worse than, just just, it's just a type choice. Of okay. So there's that. Um, What's the pros and cons? Oh, what's the success rates? Actually, so they, because you can't marry more than one person. Right, okay, so. Legally. I mean, outside of sister wives. Right, and even then they get like side-eyed and like, wait. Yeah, well there, and you know, there was an episode um, about, because they were trying to adopt more children. Oh, the wait, the sister wives? Uh Uh-huh. They were trying to adopt a child or get it from foster care or something like that. And of course, they were being denied. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I have a thousand questions. I mean, not even just like the many wives aspect. But they had they like were a lot broken. of kids. They well, did. That, that and they had a lot of children. They had a them. lot of kids, but they also had a bunch of like allegations against yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> and financial <laughs> problems. Yes. So not the greatest. As they were like, we're being discriminated against. Right. Psychology Today has another um, like statistical graph. It mm-hmm. shows a happiness quotient. So they did a happiness quotient between monogamous um, marriage. So married, mm-hmm. though. So monogamous couples who are married mm-hmm. and people who are in open relationships. And you can't really quantify the marriage part because mm-hmm. sometimes you can't be. But they were showing happiness. And people who were in an open relationship were happier than people who were in monogamous relationships. Mm-hmm. But they don't go into exactly how these came to be because most of the questions were like overall type of happiness in regards to their relationship and where they are and their living situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, my only question with that is like the as an outlier, mm-hmm. what were 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 this was this happiness being pulled from a communication aspect? Because if it was, I could see why an open relationship yeah, would make we'll you be more, more happy. happy yeah, because if it's if you're 
communicating so much better than yeah you know. like constantly all the time mm-hmm. like you guys would be on the same page a lot so i could definitely see how that is but mm-hmm. also in monogamous relationships how many of those were like forced pairings where like somebody got pregnant and mm-hmm. they felt they had to get married in order to whatever 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 mm-hmm. or even if they were arranged like if they were because yeah. that's still a thing arranged marriage is still, still a thing, thing. yeah and if that feeds into it all, mm-hmm. or if they were in a situation where, like, in order for them to get this job promotion, just, yeah. just you know, other other instances where they may not have necessarily married for the wonder that is love. So what? So all of that, but yeah. So they did a happiness quote, and it showed it showed that as a change. So it showed that. Uh, but as for what it looks like, I can't say other than the movies that we talked about. Where I've seen it as a positive that people are in an open relationship or a positive relationship. Well, so yeah. I've always seen it as built up as like, and this is why he's messed up. Like, right. Kind of reasoning. Yeah. I like to see, I mean, I'm sure there's some, there's movies and stuff on successful ones. Mm-hmm. But I, don't, I feel like we might have to really take a look at what those are. They're usually like indie films. Yeah, or indie they're, films. they're independent. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can really think of that's mainstream is that Sex in the City episode. Yeah. When um, Sarah Jessica Parker's character was dating the guy who was bi. Oh, yeah. It is a, it, is, it does not age well. That, mm-hmm. It is not PC when you watch it. What you call it? Just had it. You know, they had an episode on polyamorous because um, uh, Will, Will and Grace, they were at like a bed breaking. Bed, not bed breaking. Bread. Oh, like, what kind of place? Bread making uh-huh. place or whatever. And like this celebrity chef. He was over and they were like, oh my God, it's so hot, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And Grace goes to the restroom and he come and he comes over to where he is and he's just like, hello, you know, let me help you make this bread. It looks looks delicious and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He's like, I would like to have sexual relations with you. <laughs> and he's like, okay, cool. You're so frank and honest. Right. And of course they go and do their thing uh-huh. and, or agree to do it or set it up or whatever. Okay. And then... Uh, Will, of course, the same thing happens to Grace. Uh-huh. So they're both end up having sex with the guy or whatever. Okay. And not telling one another. And okay. then they find out that they are and they're like, hey, you know, we're going to have to choose. And he's just like, no, I'd like for us to all break bread together. <laughs> and they're like super down with it at first. Oh. And they're like, all right, so cool. Because, you know, Will and Grace are the best they're basically like brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so... They get to the guy's house, and now he's, like, naked, like, let's go. Let's, mm-hmm. let's make bread naked or mm-hmm. something like that. Super mm-hmm. cheesy. And, like, they go in, and then they just come back out. <laughs> uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. No, no, no. But, see, I would argue that mm-hmm. that is a, a negative view of, of an okay. open relationship. Because a, he didn't tell them yeah. that he was trying to see both of them at the first. Right. He started one with Will, and then he tried to start something with, with Grace right. separately. And when well, they maybe, called him on it, he was like, well, well, let's all get together. Well, I guess, see, and then I would also argue with the fact that he wanted to have sex with her. And he mm-hmm. wanted to have sex with him. And, mm-hmm. they, and he did it separately. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, I have a proposal. <laughs> because it was just so great with both of you individually mm-hmm. I would love to see us together mm-hmm. and like they were down that's the thing I think they were down with the idea 
idea yeah, yeah, initially. Being with but I think celebrity. that also speaks to being open. They didn't really check in and was like, okay, but what if could we really sustain this? Right. Is something we could really do? Right. Until they actually get to his place. And then they're like, no, 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 no. But see, at the same time, like, I. I mean, people were like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. But I, I applauded the guy's honesty for just even being like, hey, you know, I, I wanted to have sex with you. And then I saw you and I wanted to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. And I did. And then I was like, man, that would be cool if we could all do it together. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. True, true. I don't know. <laughs> Super weird. Um, it's very it's very very interesting mm-hmm. all right well so what do you think the pros and cons are that being in a non-monogamous relationship okay let's start with the pros i guess the pros would be like oh i get to you know act out my sexual fantasy of being able to have my cake and eat it too i guess is that a fantasy there are <laughs> a lot of people a lot of a lot of people are like i want my cake and eat it too. like i have a relationship a main a primary relationship mm-hmm. that i also get to have sex with you know, whoever I deem worthy. True. You know. So in um there's a self article that I sent Shay that made me mad confused after I read it. Yeah. So this lady's in a monogamish relationship. Mm -hmm. She's in an open relationship with her boyfriend. She starts out the article being like, I've never been faithful to any one of my boyfriends ever. I'm like, Oh Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) All right. So then she goes on to like acquiesce and she's like, And I know that's terrible. That's a horrible trash person thing to be it's like yeah yeah you know, it is you sound awful but she talks she goes into like how that kind of led her into being in an open relationship like okay there's got to be a way for me to have the intimacy that i want with mm-hmm. one person but also be able to explore my options outside of the relationship right and she met this guy and, it, and they've been making it work um to her credit she's really honest in her article mm-hmm. and she talks about how like all the rules that get put into place. For me, that would be the con to that pro of being like, yes, mm-hmm. I can date all kinds of people, but you still have to think about the other person in your partnership or other people in your partnership. Yeah. So, like, she has a bunch of rules. Like, even though they can go out and date whoever they want to be date and sleep with, whoever they want to sleep with, they can't have a date on the same night with another person. Right. They can't be with this person more than once. Right. Period. It has to be one night stands the whole way through. Um, they also can't invite this person into their social media lives. So they don't share Instagrams. They don't share Facebooks. They don't share Twitters. And nothing. they can't like answer. They can't call them on the same phone or something like that. Right? No, they have. They I thought he had to get like a burner. <laughs> Basically, yeah, they have date phones. They have yeah. their own separate date phones so that they don't accidentally come across and end up talking to these other potential partners. I don't even know how you get that dude, but whatever. No, that's interesting. I have a thousand questions. Right. But then she goes on to talk about her insecurities with it. So, like, when he's out on his date, because they can't have a date on the same night, mm-hmm. when he's out on his date, she's all of a sudden feeling, like, inadequate. And, like, is she going to measure up to the next partner that he's with? And how she's so grateful she's got these friends who can talk her off the ledge of her spiral into insecurity. And it's like, <laughs> I'm kind of like, why are you putting yourself through, through all this? of that? It just sounds it sounds like you're fighting nature. You're fighting yourself or whatever. It's yeah, it just because if it, it, it sounds like you're 
you're doing your you're doing something that doesn't feel right to you. Well, no, I mean I can understand if it didn't feel right if she was feeling guilty. Like if she was going out on her own dates and was like, ooh, yeah, this doesn't but, feel right. But does she feel that does she doesn't feel that way when she goes on her own? No, dates. she doesn't feel like when she's but when when he's gone and she's left home, she feels like, ooh, you know, mm-hmm. something could happen or this person or whoever he's with could be more than me. And she's dealing with that insecurity. So it's more, I think it's, it feels like it's more of a control thing. Okay. Of like, I want to make sure I'm the best at all times. And I can't always do that, even though we both agree to this setup right now. Right. But Listen. again, it was honest. It wasn't super honest that she put in the article. That just sounds like you shouldn't be in that. I don't know. It's one aspect that she doesn't like. It's, that's the one aspect she doesn't like. Everything else is fine. But that can, that, it, something that affects you, I don't know, something that, to me when something like that, and, and it were to just like affect the relationship versus affect you personally, mm-hmm. I always am very weary of stuff that's going to affect me personally, something that's going to linger on me past the relationship have. Mm-hmm. God forbid it, it ends or something like that. Okay. That's usually a really big indicator of like, I want to back away from this or I need to have a serious conversation because I don't need to be feeling insecure about my own self. Like, okay. am I going to measure up? Am I? We need to be like sticking to this relationship space. I, I just feel like anything that's going to affect you personally is a problem. Well, I mean, if it's affecting you personally, though, that also means it's your problem so there's okay. something well that's within what I'm saying that something within gotta you. deal with right mm-hmm. and so and and anytime that does happen mm-hmm. I guess for me personally mm-hmm. it's I feel like it's my subconscious saying like you're in a dangerous space right now okay you know this so it's like, a it's an outside force that needs to be corrected not well not even, no it, it could be an inside force but what I'm saying whatever is happening on the outside is mm-hmm. now affecting you in here mm-hmm. and this is the no-no space so, okay. you know, I need to change my environment okay. some type of way because I don't need it to get, I don't need to get that deep. Oh, okay. You don't need, like, don't, don't put yourself purposefully in a yeah. toxic environment. In an environment situation. that's going to make you feel mm-hmm. like that, like, nah. I, I think she, she basically quantifies it as like, this is what you've got. This, this is the give and take when you're in an open relationship kind of deal. Like jealousy is not going to go away. It's not going to disappear entirely. Okay. And I still want to have my fun. Like she, cause that's even like, she does this eight bullet point question and answer <laughs> that she does. And one of them is like, well, you know, it sounds like you have a great partner. So why do you need to, why do you why and your partner need to go out and date these other people? Yeah, if it's the... so great between the two of you. Right. Cause if it's, if it's so, if it's, uh, if you, you need so much freshness or mm-hmm. whatever that comes from being in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just have a stale relationship and you should probably try to find something else. Well, so, and then she goes on to talk about... Or just about, be single. It's cool. And I've, I've heard that a lot. Especially, mm-hmm. oh, I had asked my husband about open relationships. <laughs> Whew, that was a conversation. That was interesting. So, <laughs> but she tries to stress that, you know... It's about freedom and commitment. And freedom is not free. It really isn't. There's no, always a cost. That's what I'm trying to say. It mm-hmm. just it sounds it sounds costly. Mm. It sounds exhausting for me personally. It just sounds like a lot. Not to mm-hmm. say that anyone else like I feel like if you're if you can be that and mm-hmm. you can be in those relationships and you got all that success in it, mm-hmm. you got way more energy than me, bro. And <laughs> it don't have anything to do it really don't. The only difference between me and you outside of this insecurities and all that crap mm-hmm. is the fact that you just got more energy. 
Well, you know, you got more energy. That's like, it's definitely an energy thing, but I also think the fact that she's aware of these insecurities mm-hmm. is also a step up because you could be I mean, in a monogamous relationship and just deny that ish and just be like, no, it's because he's putting me in these situations. It's because of whatever, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. else. So I feel like there is a self-awareness that comes with it. And I also think that that's the cost because now you're really looking at yourself as to what you need and what you can handle. And that's scary. That's really scary. So that's what, that was my takeaway mm-hmm. from it. Like it, it definitely left me confused with her article of like, mm-hmm. why are you putting yourself through this torture? Right. But at the end of it, the reason she's doing it is mm-hmm. because she's tried it the other way. She's tried it being monogamous and in a serious well, relationship. And, and that, the, but the thing is, the reason why they didn't work for her is because of her. Well, yeah, that's what she that's yeah. what she says. Yeah. It's because of her. She knows she cannot be in a serial monogamous relationship. She can't. She absolutely cannot. So this this is what's been working for her. Granted, it has its lows, which is where she feels her insecurities. And, mm-hmm. But overall, she's happier doing it this way than being in a monogamous relationship. I guess my my issue with with the article is using open relationship as a caveat for your cheating. Cheating like, is lying. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. So you have a lying problem. You don't have a cheating. You don't have like a an issue that way. You have a problem with lying. So I'm hoping that your open relationship is allowing you to be, or not allowing you, but is making you more honest because your problem is that you are cheating. And mm-hmm. it's not just the lying. Is that you're you're. You're make you're giving this impression that you're also in a relationship that is supposed to be monogamous with you and the other person, and you're also having sex with mm-hmm. the other person, probably mm-hmm. or whatever emotional relationship you're mm-hmm. building something outside of your outside of your. Mm-hmm. And most monogamous relationships, whether you lie or tell the truth about that, is a problem because it's supposed to be just me and you. That is true. That's why she's not in a monogamous relationship. Right. And according to their rules, your your issue is following rules. <laughs> well, so she can follow the rules. Her, she can follow the rules here because her issue is her. Right, her issue is her. I I guess to me, I, I if I was in a polyamorous or a monogamous relationship or mm-hmm. or one of those experts or something like that, I would have a problem with someone saying, "Well, you know, I cheat a lot, so that's why I went over to an open relationship." That that would be problematic for me because I'd be like, "Don't use us as you know, like a caveat for your bad behavior." Okay. You know what I'm saying? The fact that you're not. You know, you have an issue with honesty. You have an issue with following the rules of that has been set out in this relationship. Okay. You have an issue with that. Don't use that. Don't use those issues to be like, well, now I'm going to just be in an open relationship because that sounds like it's much easier. Okay. Okay. And for me to, you know, as for my own lifestyle. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just, I don't like that. I don't, I don't know something about that bothers me a little bit. See, I don't think everybody's built to be monogamous. I, mm-hmm. I honestly don't think no, that. No, I don't. So if somebody was like, with you. I couldn't be in a monogamous relationship because I cheated all the time and mm-hmm. that's why I moved to an open relationship, mm-hmm. I would believe them at their word and be like, yeah. oh, okay, so how's it going with this open relationship? Right. Are you being more honest now that you're in this open relationship? Well, that, that's what I'm saying. all of this is now allowable. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, mm-hmm. Are you being more? Are you being more honest? Is, mm-hmm. the, is the big thing not like, oh, you're in an open relationship, so you can do whatever the hell you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. 
are you being more honest? Is is this environment um, harnessing more honesty for you? Because open relationships require honesty. That is very true. And so if you're being very dishonest true. and you're in an open relationship, mm-hmm. it don't matter. Well, <laughs> I know, but I think that went to proved her point of like mm-hmm. now she is in a space where she can be as honest as she wants. Okay. And not have to deal with, you know, the rules that come with monogamy. Okay. But in doing so, she's being so honest, she's now seeing other aspects of herself <laughs> that she's like, wait, wait a second. <laughs> I wasn't ready for all of this well, honesty. Well, it sounds like you probably need some time. I know. That's yes, exactly. That is. That's that is what I'm trying to. Get you problem. Yeah, you have a you problem. <laughs> and don't be. That, that's that's my thing. You have a mm-hmm. you have a personal problem. Mm-hmm. And now you're using this other term that you feel like, oh, this will work for me. Well, I don't. But you need you need to fix you. I don't think she's using the term in order to to elevate herself. I think that term, if anything, has helped her to realize the fact that she's got a you problem. This, well, if anything, it's been it's been like you've now you, you've you, had a you've had a you problem in the monogamous relationship. Well, that's true, <laughs> but it's real easy to get lost in the fact that that's a you problem when you're in a monogamous relationship, which which why? unfortunately is another. <laughs> I was like, why? Because you have that one other person, and because it's just one other person, you can put that blame on them. You can be like, it was like this, or they drove me to this, or uh, something was missing because of this, because it's just one person to fill all of that. And if you really aren't built mm-hmm. to be monogamous and look for all of that from one person, it's real easy to say it's because they couldn't provide and take the blame off of yourself and be like, and that's why I did all of this or whatever, whatever. But in an open relationship, if anything, it's like, well, now that you can do all of that and we're all on the same page that you can do all of that, what's your problem now? Well, that's what, I'm, try- that's what I'm trying to say because if, mm-hmm. monog- if you're in an open relationship with me and you're mm-hmm. still not being truthful... I'm going to break up with you because you're not honest. Mm-hmm. That's your problem. Mm-hmm. You have an honesty problem or even like people that are um, like <laughs> talking to my friend and she was like, uh, bi- you know, bi- being bisexual and being in relationships or whatever and she's mm-hmm. like, well, uh, the reason why I cheated was because I'm bi. Don't use the bi thing mm-hmm. as, mm-hmm. As, a, as something like you're, che- you're a cheater because you're a cheater. Right. You're right. a cheater because you're a cheater. You're a cheater because you're, you're a dishonest mm-hmm. individual and you need uh, time to be alone or mm-hmm. or be by yourself or whatever and if mm-hmm. you want to explore that lifestyle just of just you being all over the place mm-hmm. then you should really be honest about that versus right. getting into relationships or anything like that period mm-hmm. and then be like well I did that because I'm bi that's mm-hmm. why because right. I'm, I'm in a relationship with a girl now and I saw this cute guy and I you know we had sex in the bathroom while you were gonna drink, right? Like you know what I'm saying, True. and it's because I'm bi. True. Don't use that. I I don't like when people use terms True. as an excuse for your bad behavior. Very true. That's true. Mm-hmm. But again, that was also housed in like a monogamous commitment. So yeah. it does make me wonder. I mean, the article, like I said, left it did leave me confused because right. I was like, "There's a whole lot of well, there's a lot of holes in here." <laughs> Plus, all the rules. The rules is what really threw me about what they could and could not do. Right, and it sounds like just it sounds like even probably more rules. Then the more. monogamous relationship that she is It's having. a lot of... Well, yeah, then, but that also made me wonder, like, is it a lot more? Or is it because when you're in a monogamous relationship, it's simplified for yeah. you? Yeah. Don't do anything that's going to hurt them because uh, it's going to hurt you. Like, that's... Right. It makes it sound like it's simple and easy and one, but it is mad complex. You really got to think, like, okay, yeah. if I go on this dinner date with my friend, is that going to upset my partner? Right. right. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. It may not necessarily be just romantic, but... 
I mean, com- communication-wise, I can see the pros of okay. being in a non-monogamous commitment. Workload-wise, I can see the pros of being in a non-commitment. If, if they're living in the home with you, yeah. Even if they're not. Like, emotionally, if I know I can go to somebody who's instantly going to boost my mood, mm-hmm. like, I, he's just going to keep me laughing, and I have that person I can go to, mm-hmm. and then I have somebody else I can go to to share, like, emotional burden with, and then I have somebody else that I can get into to get into, like, you know, intelligent conversations with. Knowing that I have these different, basically these different corners but you, to But you also to. have to be able to have sex with all those people, right? No. Just... Oh, so these relationships don't have to be sexual at all. Well, then what's the difference between that and just having a whole bunch of friends? <laughs> that, I guess that's, that's my thing. Like, I have a whole bunch of friends. I, I have friends I can go talk to about this. I have friends I can I talk to about that. I don't think sex necessarily equates to love. I don't think that that automatically means that you're in a romantic relationship. I'm in love with all of my friends. You're in love with all of them? That's great. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I do think there's a difference between having a non-sexual romantic relationship and having a friendship. I do think there's a difference. Okay. Because, I mean, there's there are people who identify as asexual. They don't have sexual relationships whatsoever. Well, what's the point of... Oh, so, oh. <laughs> it's a lot. Look, I think it's cool. Follow your bliss. Follow your bliss. I just... I can't. It's a lot. It's a lot of rules. I mean, there's rules and everything, but mm-hmm. it's... It's... To me, I'm, I get... I get confused <laughs> i would end up sleeping with somebody and be like well, okay why am i sleeping with you do <laughs> you would end up sleeping with somebody and then asking them, yeah wait, like okay wait wait why did i sleep what with needed you? this fill okay. right <laughs> be like okay you're you're that okay and then you're that okay okay like that's how i yeah. That's how I would be. Though. I don't. I don't think it's like Lego blocks where you've got like people who fit like here and there, like a mm-hmm. jigsaw puzzle or anything necessarily. But I do appreciate the aspect of being like this is somebody that I can be in more of a fr- more than a friendship with. Maybe not necessarily physically, but right. I can be in in a more than a friendship type relationship with who's going to understand what's going on or whatever. Okay, and being able to do that. that. I also, though, do not have the energy to expand all of that. There was a very interesting article about what it's like to be an introvert mm-hmm. in an open relationship. And as I was telling Shay, it's 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 war. It's a war. It sounds awful. <laughs> a lot of introverts like myself deal with social anxiety. Mm-hmm. And if you are into a polyamorous dynamic or if you're into an open relationship of some sort, finding other partners like that or even just the one night, whatever the rules are for you right. type of fling can be mad difficult. can be insanely difficult. Mm-hmm. So, because introverts aren't, we we <laughs> do our best on our own. We re, That's right. how we recharge. We recharge on our own. So if we are seeing all these other people, that's even more energy we've got to put out into the world. Right. That's just that's, a lot. That's a lot. But also fairness. That, that was a con I saw that comes with okay. open relationships. So you have a, you and your partner have decided to be in an open relationship. One of you has like six other people that you date or whatever right. or see or whatever, and the other person has like maybe three, or even none. Like, or, or they have a, or have a really you know because they it might have taken them a lot to even get to the relationship. I <laughs> could possibly you know people possibly. don't people don't think about that and, right you know <laughs> or maybe just the one other and like. 
you know, and then they want to spend time with you, but you've already spent time with whoever else, mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm, I'm tired, I'm gonna... Yeah. Or even, like, the other sleep. lady, like, a lot of them are like, you can only be with the person one time, and it's like, but I, I can only get one, like... Mm-hmm. How I'm gonna do that? Right, <laughs> no, right. How am I gonna put myself out there? I gotta to put keep this the, going. I, I gotta keep it going. Every and the other person can be like, yeah, I just went to the bar and found this other person. And, this, and then I went to the grocery store and I saw this person. And it was a glass. And somebody gave me my job and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Another was like, like no. struggling. You know, it's uh, it's just just it could be a lot. It mm-hmm. could be a lot, a lot. A lack of fairness for sure. It's very it's very interesting mm-hmm. what I was reading about all of this. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But also so they also showed like the face of what polyamory looks mm-hmm. like. It's mostly white. It's mostly rich, rich white people. White people. One I look and people love to bring up the Bible. Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. One Really, one of my big things with when I when I hear those Bible conversations, Bible thumpers like that that love to be, you know, it's most so men that like to be like, well, the Bible they had several wives mm-hmm. and they had all these. Mm-hmm. Those people were kings, <laughs> and people that owned a lot of money and land. How you gonna let broke people talk about how yeah. they want to have all these different relations? How? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? You you want to marry all these different people? Can you take care of all these people? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> the, the everyday man wasn't didn't have several wives. They just mm-hmm. didn't. Even Job, with all of his money and stuff mm-hmm. and all the things that he he was afflicted with, mm-hmm. he had one wife. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. There's just a lot of there's just a lot. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. So they t- they talk about the financial mm-hmm. aspect of it. They talk about the education aspect of it. Okay. A lot of people who are in polyamorous open relationships all have degrees. Yeah, it's very interesting. Like one though. <laughs> they have like one degree. Well, that's like that's like the minimum. The okay. bare minimum is that they have. A, yeah, like, I feel a like bachelor's. they're all doctors or something. Not like necessarily. That. A lot of them. Okay. Not necessarily. Some of them have a secondary degree. Mm-hmm. Some of them ha- have their doctorate. Mm-hmm. Most have just the bachelor's. Look at Shannon. Okay. She's only got her, her her bachelor's. Well, I mean, hey. I don't even know if that has a... Well, I don't know. But I feel like the more <laughs> education, whatever you get, sometimes you just, you know, not even the liberal thing, okay. but, like, you just kind of start feeling like everything is everything. Things gotta just be whatever they are. I, yeah, I feel like the barriers of what, what absolutely has to be and what you can actually create yeah. for yourself... That starts to fade a little bit. Yeah, it becomes a like, little. Li- you you, right. you start to feel limitless. Right, right. Like I could, like we could work something else out within mm-hmm. this. This doesn't necessarily have to be it. Yeah, you could but. talk. You can learn how to talk your way around mm-hmm. convince and convincing yourself that <laughs> convincing yourself with, with literature. <laughs> like this is for the elite. But I also feel like you're I'm not as closed off to new ideas. So if this gets okay. proposed to you, you're like, well. Well, let's look at this. Right, I could I could check into the dynamics of this right. and see if it's actually something for me or if it's not. Plus, just being in the new generation now, they talk about what Generation Z mm-hmm. and how open they are. Yeah, and how they've reclaimed things and changed things and whatnot. All right, so we're yeah. gonna go ahead and wrap it up with our our craziness mm-hmm. between types of relationships and, and non monogamous relationships. Yeah, so if. 
listen, if you guys have, like, if is anyone's going through, you know, any of these relationships now or in one, like, please give us some insight, you know? Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear, like, what you think about this episode. Are you happy you moved into are that you happy type of dynamic? Yeah, if you moved from monogamy to non-monogamous relationship, or if you're non-monogamous, if you were in non-monogamous relationships and you moved to a monogamous mm-hmm. relationship. I'd love to feel here and see what that transition was about and how, you know, maybe even tell your story. You know, you can use pseudonyms. You don't have to necessarily use your, like, your name. That's true. Or we That's can cool. give you names. We can do that. Yeah, we can do that. So please, like, let us know because I think that would be super interesting. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. But ultimately, it just boils down to what Shay said. Don't yuck somebody's yum. Don't yuck a yum. Please. If it works for you, you ain't hurt nobody. Great. Yeah. You ain't breaking no laws. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll be out here breaking laws. Right. We ain't right. telling you to go to jail. But if anything, truly, like really understanding what it is that you need. Yeah. I thought this was, a, like you said, it was a really good check-in to figure out like, mm-hmm. what exactly do I need out of my relationships? Yes. You know what I mean? Like what exactly is important to and me? I feel that's a conversation that women, especially women of color, mm-hmm. black, especially black women, right. don't really get to have. They never get to have it. Right. They don't. Right. Or, or even know that that's an option to be like, wait, I can just be like, these are my standards. Yeah. And I, then beyond I, like the car he drives, what? Mm-hmm. This is a, yes. Mm-hmm. So yes, I, I I like that it opened up this conversation. It's very yeah. interesting. Oh, that's really cool. Plus it was just really funny to watch Shay fidget because she was like, why? What? What? Why? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm insecure now because I have, I guess I have these quote-unquote traditional views. I don't even think it's traditional because, like, really, outside of that, I'm just like, man, I don't have the patience. If anything, this open relationship stuff is the traditional relationship. Right, exactly. It's a lot. It it is very traditional. It's the traditional thing. That's the thing that people don't think about. Exactly. They've been around for a long time. (laughs) Right, and I'm just kind of like, yeah. It was a messy start, but we started out with that. I'm not trying to do that. I'm not. It's a lot. (laughs) For me, personally, like, I just... It really is. It would definitely be an exercise in like, okay, men how many t- people can I stand today? Right, exactly. Men are just like far too, like, they've, they've got too many things. You know what, I would say, so for me, men, emotionally, mad simple. No, emotionally mad Physically, simple. I would be exhausted. Physically, I would be exhausted. No, even emotionally, like, mm-hmm. just like their ideology, like I couldn't, like all the time, like okay. sometimes I would just be like, oh my gosh, I can't listen to <laughs> I can only listen to one person. And just like having the kind of person I am, like I throw myself into the relationship. Mm, yes, yes. A lot yes, of yes. times, and I'm just kind of like, okay, so we're going to work on mm-hmm. this. And mm-hmm. I can't do that like, you know, two or right. three times a day. Like, right. I would never work. Right. Mm-hmm. Or try to keep track of everything. Yeah. That would be insane. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. So let us know. You can hit us up on our email, PLC yeah. Podcast, the the podcast, podcast. yes please. at gmail.com of course our twitter and instagram we know we've been slacking i promise you i know we've just been going through a lot but we're gonna be a bomb.com this summer <laughs> yes we are we are we just are we're gonna be awesome we're gonna try our best we're yes. already talking about doing an edibles podcast yes that's gonna be at some point what how do we get there i'm gonna figure this we're out gonna we're figure gonna figure this out. out we live in a okay listen first of all we live in a state where it's legal so calm down <laughs> If anybody was up in arms, and yeah, we live somewhere it's legal, so Mm -hmm. screw you. We do, and even yeah, DC, yeah, yeah, that's true. Sorry, 
We don't live in Virginia. <laughs> Sorry, Virginia. Sorry, Virginia. You have to keep your secrets a little bit longer. Sorry. Until everybody gets on par. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So the all of that, um, we were talking about doing a sex trafficking episode for the next yes, one. Yes, that would be really interesting. I'm super excited about that one because I've just been, I've studied quite a bit of it in school. Oh so. yes. What? It's it is definitely interesting. So yeah, it's really interesting. That'll be a preview for next week. Other than mm-hmm. that, you got anything else you want to share or where they can find you? Um, They can find me at Shay Cherie Show on everything. So um, just find that. Ooh. I will be having some videos coming out. Yay! I'm going to be telling you uh, this crazy. It'll be uh, story time with Shay soon about how my French professor used to love to uh, surprise himself and fart in front of class. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> And so I will be recreating that story very shortly. So uh, be surprise himself. (laughs) He'll be oh, excusez-moi. Yeah. So you you'll know what that means um, shortly once you actually see the video sometime this week. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Fun, fun, fun. Cool. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. And you can find me at curvygeekyfangirl.com and all over the socials as well. As always, I'm still doing stuff for Fanbro. So on fanbros.com, my latest article is up and out. I did one for Solo, the film that just dropped with our lovely Donald Glover, Uh. uh, who, in my opinion, stole all the scenes that he was in. I'm sure. He just, he killed it. Yeah. So that's up. The Deadpool outfit is up as well. I also did an outfit uh, in regards to the 25th anniversary to the most terrible video game film ever put out, which was the Super Mario's film that came out in the late 90s. Oh, yeah, I remember that film. It is terrible. It has an Oscar caliber lead, but it's garbage. I mean, that happens. That's how you get Oscar caliber. Garbage. You have to suck some salt. But that is out as well. I talked Tatiana into putting it up. She did not want to put it up. She was like, fine. <laughs> so we'll put it up. So yeah. shout out to you, Miss Tatiana King-Jones, because yeah. Thank you. All of that. But otherwise, that's going to be it for us. We will catch you guys next week. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye.